The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Who's still on Facebook? Is anyone still on Facebook? Lots of people very much using Instagram, but would you pay for either of them or pay a combined discounted price for having both of them? Elaine Burke, who of course does TV and streaming with us, is also host of the For Tech's Sake podcast. Elaine, tell us about the plan that Meta has to charge for Instagram and Facebook here in Ireland and in the rest of the European Union. Yeah, so... These are plans that were revealed uh, initially in a Wall Street Journal report and a few others have picked it up since. And they seem to be leaks from a meeting that officials from Meta had with regulators uh, based in Ireland and also based across the EU, following up on a you know, a problem that they've been having with uh, basically a July decision from the EU on how they target advertising at users and how much they use user data in that advertising and how that it can actually be in breach of GDPR. So they've been working on a solution uh, for this and their proposal is that they can charge people to have an ad-free version of Facebook or Instagram um, and they're looking at perhaps uh, somewhere in between 10 euro. 14 euro, 17 euro for that, depending on the device that you're using or the different platforms that you're combining together per month. Are they making it so expensive that everyone will opt for the have ads version? It does certainly seem that way. Like there is some sort of reasoning apparently behind that price point. They seem to have calculated it based on how they account for basically each user in Europe's value to the company in terms of its revenue. Um, but even that figure could have been fudged to kind of massage it to look a bit bigger if they take, don't take into account, say, other countries that in that base that may drag down that revenue figure. Um, but that aside, they actually kind of were suggested to do this in the July decision where it mentioned that oh, maybe you could charge a reasonable fee for users to have an ad-free version of your platform if you're going to insist on this very highly targeted advertising. Um, So unfortunately, they've taken that mere suggestion and run with it. And it does seem like, apart from the price, there'll be other nudge tactics, I'd imagine, to try and keep people on the ad-serving side of the business because that's very profitable for them. But there are data protection issues, aren't there? Which is why the EU has been putting pressure on them because this, if you were to get the ad, the uh, to get the unpaid version, it effectively gives them access to all of your personal data. Absolutely. And the thing is, I have to stress here that this has been something proposed in a meeting, but it's not something that's been accepted um, or or even signed off by any EU regulators. And they are going to have challenges there, even if EU regulators sign off on it. Max Schrems, who is a a keen privacy campaigner who's very litigious, has already said if this comes to bear, he will be taking a case against it. So it's not something that they'll be able to roll out easily. There's lots of compliance matters to to consider and not just GDPR because we also now have Digital Services Act and Digital Markets Act who also try to contain this amount of data uh, usage and also the sharing of data across platforms that these big tech companies do. So it's not very clear that this will actually see the light of day. It's just a proposal at the moment. But is there not a risk that for the big social media companies that their products are less in favour than they used to be? That people don't seem to feel the same need now to be consistently on the likes of Facebook or Instagram or Twitter? That people seem to be going for more closed groups and sort of WhatsApp messaging amongst groups rather than putting themselves out there in the wider social media community. Absolutely. It's something that I find very strange about this proposal from Meta at all. Um, 
I'm not sure if it's just something that they're doing to entertain regulators while they try and figure out what the next stage of social media from them is going to be, because that is absolutely happening. Like people are um, taking on different kinds of social media. It's getting more fragmented. Um, people are finding uh, older platforms are causing them to have a lot of disillusionment and there's a lot of bleed of users happening there as well. And yeah, at price points as well, if, if they start going down this route of paid platforms, and I should say TikTok is apparently looking at something similar here as well, that would be a very surprising route to go down to attract young users. They do have disposable income teens in that today, but um, I just don't know if there'd be an appetite for them to, p- to spend on this. Now, they probably would spend as much on prime bottles, but, you know, like, I just don't know if it would work for them. Okay, thank you very much, Elaine Burke, host of the For Tech's Sake podcast. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.